You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there. Thank you for listening to episode 143 of the Blended Family Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. We're okay over here. Busy as always, but that's nothing new. I did get some positive feedback from last week's show, which was finding the gift in a storm. So thank you to those who have written in to me. Life has its ups and downs. Trust me, I've had a rough year myself. It's all about learning to get through the hard times without allowing them to keep us down. Today is part one of a two-part show about authenticity. So today we'll talk about embracing authenticity And next week, I'll have a guest on who has her own show on being an authentic parent. And the giveaway of the meditation album, I will actually do next week. I think I'm going to try and do the interview shows and giveaways on the first show of every month. We'll see how that goes. If you missed last week, the album I'm talking about is The Mindful Stepmom, Guided Meditations for Peace and Flow in Your Blended Family. Anna Acosta, the creator of the album, was my guest last week. Like I said, I will be giving away one of these albums next week, but if you're interested in purchasing one right now for only $9.99, use my link, blendedfamilypodcast.com slash album, and that will give you a $5 discount. As far as my monthly giveaways, you just need to be part of my list to be automatically entered to win. BlendedFamilyPodcast.com slash subscribe is where you go to join for free. I also send you a quiz when you join as well as a short monthly newsletter to keep you up to date on what's happening with the podcast. If you can't write down the links I mentioned, they're always in the show notes for you, so don't worry. And the last thing I wanted to mention before we get started is something I saw in the Facebook group the other day. If you're not already part of our Facebook group, Blended Family Connections, and here's another link for you, you can join for free as well at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. I'm really sorry for all these links. I try to keep them as simple as possible for you. Anyway, one of my members, her name is Kat, she posted this. She said, I joined another group on Facebook for stepmoms, and it was brutal. It was like a bunch of 12-year-old bullies just ganging up on each other. I left the group after seeing all the tension. Now I feel like my soul needs a shower. Thank you to everyone in this group for acting maturely. Aside from that making my little heart melt, it just made me so proud. Not just proud of myself, but of everyone in the group. We now have over 600 members. And we don't have negativity or bullying of any kind. And when there is, I take care of that right away. But it's hardly ever happened. So for those who might be holding back on joining, you really should come over and check it out. I actually have never been in any of the other groups, but I have heard these stories from some of you, and it's sad. Some people want that type of thing, though. And that's okay for them. But here at the Blended Family Podcast, we're not about that. We aren't about being harsh or judgmental. We're all here for the same reason. We want more peace and more happiness in our families. We don't want to fight. We want to find a better way to resolve things. So thank you, Kat, for pointing that out to us. And a huge thank you to all of my members 
who know how important it is to treat others with dignity and respect. You all are truly amazing, and I feel so blessed every day to have this community. All right, let's get into the topic today, embracing authenticity. First, what does that even mean? Well, it's defined as being true to one's own personality, spirit, or character, being sincere or true to oneself and others. And Dr. Brene Brown says it best. She says, authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real, the choice to be honest, the choice to let our true selves be seen. I really love that. So I want you to think about this as it relates to you. Are you a truly authentic person? I would venture to say that most people aren't, and that is not because we're bad people or dishonest people. When we talk about being authentic with others, most of us aren't because we're scared. I'll tell you why I have trouble here. It's because I'm a people pleaser, and I always wanna make everyone happy. So for me, at times, I feel that if I speak up and tell someone how I truly feel, it might upset them or hurt their feelings. Now that doesn't mean I'm a dishonest person because I'm not, and it doesn't mean I disrespect others, but it kind of means I'm dishonest and disrespectful to myself. By me trying to save other people's feelings, I'm causing pain to myself. Look at children. They are some of the most authentic people on this planet. Why? Because they say it like it is. They don't worry about who it might offend. They say what's troubling them or they say what they want to without worrying. We like to say that some people have no filter system and kids are definitely like this. And we put those people down, but instead we should notice that they're just being honest. And when we see our children living authentically, we as parents sometimes shame them, right? We tell them to be careful about what they say or we shush them. We tell them not to say certain things to certain people. And I really believe it is as children that we're taught to not live authentically. And now because of that, we have adults running around with issues because we all can't speak up. Becoming an authentic person can be difficult for some and easy for others, but it is so important for everyone. Why would any of us not want to live authentically? When I see someone living an authentic life, I admire them. And let me tell you what authentic people are, what they have, what it looks like. Authentic people are more peaceful. They can be because they don't hold grudges. They aren't holding on to anger and frustrations from not speaking their mind. They have a healthy ego. They're confident. They have respect for themselves. They are courageous and honest. They're often better at listening and communicating with others. They're more mindful. Authentic people are unapologetic and not out to please everyone else because they know the importance of pleasing themselves first because they love who they are and they know that they deserve it. Now, on the other side of this, what does being unauthentic or is it inauthentic? What does that look like? Well, someone who is not living authentically might hold grudges. They often go along with everyone else since they can't speak up, which makes them unhappy on the inside. They say yes, even when they don't want to, which sometimes causes them to not follow through with agreements. 
They can have low self-esteem or little respect for themselves, and they aren't honest, and they're not good at communicating their needs with others. Let me say again, this isn't to put down people who aren't living authentically. I myself have always had trouble here, and I'm a good person. And I'll point out again that the majority of us are not living truly authentically. This is an area almost everyone can improve in. So think about the relationships in your life, whether it's family, friends, or a partner, even relationships with our children. How many times have you kept your mouth shut when you really wanted to say something? How many times have you put your feelings or opinions aside to not upset someone? How many times have you been upset about something but you kept it to yourself? I can give you millions of examples of what this looks like from the simplest to the most complex. Here's a simple one. Your partner asks what you want for dinner. You really want to go for Italian, but instead you say, I don't care. So your partner chooses Mexican, and then you're disappointed all night. And you kind of don't enjoy dinner, and you have a small attitude. Your partner wonders what's wrong, and they ask you what's wrong, but you say nothing. Now your partner thinks you're mad at them. You didn't enjoy your food, and for what? All because you didn't speak up. Now that's simple, but common. We all do that. Here's another one. Your best friend was supposed to come over and watch the kids. They cancel on you at the last minute, which leaves you without a sitter and unable to go out. And you say, no problem, even though you had dinner reservations and you are really upset. And now you'll hold a grudge against your friend who will likely do this to you again in the future, all because you didn't let them know that it made you mad and how important it was to you. Okay, and let me give you one more. Your ex continuously arrives late to pick up the kids, which really messes up your schedule. You won't say anything because you don't want to rock the boat. Instead of communicating, you just shut down. And then you stop making any of your own plans on exchange days since you can't count on timely pickups. And now every time you do see your ex, you have a really bad attitude, which causes a fight since your ex has no idea what the attitude is for. In all of these cases, you can get your point across in a nice way without causing a fight. And think of how much better you would feel. Maybe it won't resolve a problem right away, but you won't be holding on to the anger after you let someone know how you feel. And then the other person knows where they stand. They know what they might have did to upset you, and then they have an opportunity to not only fix it, but to not do it again. Or as in the first example with the restaurant, the other person didn't really do anything wrong, but if you simply let them know what you wanted in the first place, everyone could have been happy and had a great night. So being authentic is something that will help you in every area of your life and with every relationship. I want to talk about blended families for a moment since that's why we're here. Blended families have more complexity and with so many family members and different dynamics. For newer blended families, people are just getting to know one another, which makes it even more difficult to be authentic. It's hard sometimes to be honest with those that we're close to. So imagine how difficult it is to be authentic and honest with someone new in your life, someone who maybe you're trying to impress or build a relationship. And that goes for everyone in the blended family, not just you listening, your partner, the children, 
the exes, everyone. When a blended family has multiple people who are unable to be authentic, it can create chaos in the house. So that's why this is so important today, not just for you, but for the whole family. So when we're working on this for ourselves, we're also setting an example for the entire family. So I'm sure you want to know then, how? How do we become more authentic? How can we change something that we've been doing for our entire lives? Well, it's not gonna happen overnight, it takes practice. And in order to even practice, we need to learn to recognize this in ourselves so that we can change. So acknowledgement is the first step. Even if at first you still can't open up your mouth, maybe you just notice a moment where you weren't being authentic. You can say to yourself, well, there, I did it again. I didn't stand up for myself. And that might happen 20 times before you finally decide to act differently, and that's okay. At first, I just want you to notice and bring your awareness to it. Also, when that happens, it might be good to think of how you might have handled this situation if you were being authentic. What would you have done or said differently? Start to notice and take notes for next time. And one day you will be confident enough to open up your mouth. The next thing you need to work on is identifying what your feelings, wants, and needs are. If you're used to pushing your own feelings aside for others, you may not even really know what you want. You need to do some self-reflection. What do you want in your relationships? What upsets you? What aren't you speaking up about in those relationships? What would make you happy? And what would you have to do or say to actually get what you want? You're gonna wanna work on your self-esteem if it's lacking. Most people who have trouble being authentic do lack self-esteem, which makes sense. Stop doubting yourself or questioning whether you have the right to speak up because you do. You also wanna work on being more assertive. And that can be scary for us because we feel if we are assertive, then people won't like us. But that's not true. Being assertive doesn't mean being aggressive. It means being confident and self-assured. And that is not a bad quality to have. It's actually a very attractive quality. You want to always be honest. And that's really what much of this boils down to anyway. Honesty doesn't have to hurt anyone. There are ways to be honest without being hurtful. And the good thing about learning to be more authentic is that you won't be rude when being honest. You are already worried about being honest, so it's likely that you'll be careful in how you present things, and you won't be rude, so you don't have to worry. Be yourself at all times. Try not to act differently when you're around different people. Stop trying to fit into what you think others want you to be. That's not being true to yourself. That's not living authentically. And other people notice that too. So you'll kind of appear to be a little bit fake. Listen, people will either like you or they won't. And you have to learn to be okay with it either way. Don't try to put yourself into a box so that someone else will like you. And then start loving yourself. The more you value yourself as a person, 
the more you'll be sure to take care of your own needs. And by loving yourself, you're showing other people your worth. When we have self-respect, others will respect us more. And it's the same with self-love. I should repeat those for you. So once again, things you can do to become more authentic. Acknowledge the times when you're not, so you become aware of how often this is happening in your life. Identify your needs and wants. Improve your self-esteem. Practice becoming more assertive. Be honest. Be yourself. And love yourself. And you're going to do this in baby steps, little by little. The easiest way to start is by practicing with the people you're most comfortable with at first. That will feel safer to you. You aren't going to start your first effort at your job with a boss. You can, but it would be much easier to try it first with those closest to you, like your partner. Once you realize that being authentic isn't as hard as you thought and that it makes you feel better inside, you'll start doing it more and more. Now, what about the people who push back against it? There are always going to be people in your life who don't have your best interests at heart. People who like the inauthentic you. Why? Because they can take advantage of that person. Don't let that scare you. And by the way, you probably know already who those people are for you. Don't start with them. Start with those you know who want you to be happy. Build your self-confidence. Practice everything I told you. And when it comes time to be authentic with those who might give you a hard time, don't be scared. What is the worst that can happen? They might get upset at you for being honest. Then how important are they to you? Becoming authentic means being that way at all times. Now, none of us are perfect, but you don't want to be authentic only with the people who are easy to be authentic with and then not be authentic with the ones that it's difficult. Because if you do that, you still won't be happy. And then you're going to resent those negative people anyway. So don't do that. There's so much more that I can say on becoming an authentic person. But I think I've given you enough today to get you moving in the right direction. Your homework this week? Well, it's to practice being authentic. Even if it's just one time with one person. Get uncomfortable for a moment but watch how much better you feel after you do. And I'm working on this in my own life and it always makes me feel better when I can be honest. So let's do it together. I hope today's show has given you a push to lead a more authentic life if you're not already doing it. If you have any tips on the subject that I might've left out, please feel free to send feedback to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com any other questions or topic ideas can be sent to that email as well. And I'll be back next week for part two, where we'll talk more about being an authentic parent with my guest, Anna Seewald. Thank you as always for listening, and I hope you have a great week. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.